like these are to the glory days at the stick. From who's got it better than us to brick by brick. It's always the 49ers way from off season to game day. Yeah, we talk back. It's the 49ers cut back. It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time. Welcome to the show. Time to talk about Lee Roy Watson, a redshirt rundown, undrafted free agent from 2022. And boy, am I excited to talk about it because Lee Roy Watson is finally starting to get a little bit of attention. Chris Verser brought him up. He's a part of the 49ers rotation on the offensive line as far as OTAs. And we've seen him get some significant snaps at OTAs because... Kurt Williams ain't there. Jalen Moore starting and Leroy Watson is running the second unit. He's running at left tackle. He's an interesting prospect because he's going from playing tight end in college at UTSA to playing tackle. Now, who was a teammate at UTSA? Spencer Burford. But Leroy Watson is an interesting guy because really not too many people have gotten consistent eyes on him. He was not a part of the 49ers organization during training camp last year. In fact, he was with the Atlanta Falcons. So there are snaps of him playing with Atlanta. And then, of course, after he was cut from the Atlanta Falcons, he almost signed with the New England Patriots. But on September 5th, the 49ers brought him in and they signed him. So he decided to come to San Francisco instead of staying with the New England Patriots. And why is Leroy Watson an exciting prospect? It's not always the easiest to go from tight end to tackle, but we've seen some success with that, of course, in the NFL and on the 49ers. It was Joe Staley who made that transition in college, and we've seen other players make that transition from high school to college as well with guys like Mike McGlinchey being former tight ends and then translating the offensive tackle, Leroy Watson being the latest. Why should we be excited about it? Because he's six foot five and now over 300 pounds. When he was... Coming into the NFL, he was about 270. He playing tight end at UTSA. He was still a bigger guy, but he still had that really good athleticism. A 4940 is really, really good for an offensive lineman. We've seen the 49ers grab some of these guys, you know, along the way, including this year, undrafted free agent Joey Fisher ran a 4-9. The success rate of offensive linemen that run sub five is really good. Watson's feet, because of his athleticism, Make him a prime candidate for this transition. Now, it is difficult to be able to block, get the necessary strength, uh, be able to anchor down all those things, but moving in one spot is attainable and doable. We see it with offensive tackles translating to guard, and now we're seeing it with tight ends translating to tackle. Leroy Watson has 35-inch arms, which means that length alone makes him a prime candidate to play offensive tackle in the NFL. Plus, he's on a roster that doesn't need him right this moment. Last year, they could bring him in and just continue to work on him the entire season. He's the epitome of a 49ers redshirt. You bring him in, you work on him, you see what he's got, and then eventually you hope he can help your football team down the road. When you've got a stud player like Trent Williams, you don't need Leroy Watson right away. What you do need, though, is continuous depth. As the depth moves into the starting lineup, like we're seeing with Colton McKivitz, like we've seen with other players uh, like Jake Brendel, you need guys to be able to fill those slots. 
The 49ers have often thought that they had guys to step into that role, but there has been a little bit of a gap. As Cole McKivitz moves to right tackle into the starting role, now you have to make sure you have guys who take that spot. They've been very smart about going out and picking offensive linemen in the draft and then moving them. Burford's going to be starting. Banks is going to be starting. Zakel, they've said, is taking a step forward, and he's starting to take snaps at center. So when we're looking at what we could get from a guy like Leroy Watson, we just don't know yet. But I think it's very optimistic about the fact that he's over 300 pounds. If he hasn't lost much speed. That's a tremendous athlete with a lot of length that being taught to position as long as he's a quick learner, he could move very rapidly to be able to make an impact on this team. He's one of the offensive linemen I'm most excited about. I think there's a few guys to be excited about that are depth pieces for the 49ers offense, and I think Leroy Watson's one of them. I wonder if he could actually compete with Jalen Moore this season about potentially being a swing tackle. I think it would be a lot to take on, and it would be a tough hill to climb because Moore has been in the 49ers system for a few years now, but there is a vacancy. Now the 49ers signed Matt Pryor and he looks to be probably the main tackle him and Jalen Moore really are going to be battling, but Leroy Watson has a place on this team. Will he be on the practice squad another year? Maybe a third year would be the charm for Leroy Watson. Maybe next year would be the year. I don't know. I think there's going to be interest once he gets into the preseason. If he puts out good film, the 49ers may not be able to move maneuver him to the practice squad. So he's going to be a fun guy to watch for this 49ers team. Because, yeah, he's, he's not played the position a long time. But whenever you get teams that are that interested in your athleticism to see if you can translate, it means you got something there. Footwork is one of the main keys to playing offensive line. That and hand placement. We know he's going to have the really good footwork. You throw in the fact he has very good splits. A 1.69 10-yard split means he can definitely run as athletic enough to get to the second level. Teaching a guy technique is not the most difficult. Them being able to apply it, a little bit harder. But as a former offensive line coach, I like these clean slate guys you can bring in. You throw in the fact he has good height, good length, uh, the necessary tools to do it. Now we just have to find out if he can mentally handle it. Seems like he can. The things that they're saying about Mr. Watson make me think that maybe Leroy Watson can make this roster. We'll see, though. It's going to be tough to overcome Jalen Moore. It's going to be tough to overcome Matt Pryor. But maybe he's a year away. I think we've seen this with a few players that the 49ers have on their roster, that maybe it's not this year that's their year. Maybe it's the next. But what we do know is we have a player in Leroy Watson that the 49ers can continue to develop. Trent Williams is getting older. So eventually they're going to have to find a replacement for Trent. It doesn't mean that Leroy Watson is ultimately going to be that replacement. He does have the necessary size. He does have the necessary speed, but he has to put it all together. But what it could mean is that Leroy Watson could be the tackle on the right side. At some point, the 49ers are going to draft the eventual replacement or sign the eventual replacement for Trent Williams. But there is a, could be a revolving door at the right tackle spot. Colton McKivitz, of course, is going to fulfill that role this year, and he has a two-year deal, so he could be the 49ers' right tackle for the next couple of seasons. But what happens after that? You have to have a plan. And the 49ers right now don't have a right tackle in waiting. We could say it's Jalen Moore. We could say it's Leroy Watson, but we just don't know. But what we do know is the 49ers have continued to add depth. 
Now on that offensive line, they have a lot of guys to be excited about. Leroy Watson has to be one of the top on the list because of athleticism. I think between him, Jason Poe, Joey Fisher, Nick Sakel, I think you got to be excited about the young players that are going to be out there competing for the San Francisco 49ers team. Want to make a podcast? Spotify has got a platform that will let you make one super easily and distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else your podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&A and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I've discovered Spotify for podcasters, I just enjoy putting these podcasts out for everyone to really like. I highly recommend you give it a try. It's so easy to use. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started today. There's two very good veterans as well that are going to be pushing them to their limit. That came from the outside in John Feliciano and Matt Pryor. You throw in the fact you still have Jalen Moore and has all the recipes for a really, really good offensive line. One that's not only full of good starters, but good depth and even good practice squad depth. So will he be on the 49ers 53-man roster this season? I think that would be a stretch. He would have to beat out Matt Pryor. He would have to beat out a guy like Jalen Moore. Now, if he was able to, that would mean something impressive for the 49ers. It would mean they have a guy who's ready to roll. And I think that is something that you could definitely get excited about. So let's get excited about Leroy Watson and what he could potentially provide this 49ers team with that athleticism, height, length, and overall want to get better. I think it's an exciting thing. He's a good guy. He's got a good mentality. He goes out there and he works every day. Chris Furster has nothing but nice things to say about him. So when we get to training camp, super excited to see what he does, even more excited to see what he does in the preseason. I don't know why, but third, fourth quarter preseason games are some of my favorite games to watch because I get to see all these young players go out there and perform. And I think he's going to go out there and perform at a high level. Can he figure out the nuances of playing the offensive tackle position and how quickly will he translate? Will his kick slide be there? Will his hand placement be there? Will he be able to anchor against the defensive tackles in this league? We're going to find out real quick at training camp because the 49ers defensive line doesn't quit. They're going to come at him every single play. They're going to make him better. So the 49ers potentially have a gym in Leroy Watson, but he has to go out there and prove it. Size, speed, the length you want, all great. But you have to go out there and earn your position on the field. Well, thank you guys so much for watching the episode about Leroy Watson. Let me know what you think about his potential on this offensive line. And is he the guy you're most excited about? Like the video if you haven't already. Really appreciate that. Subscribe to the channel. Uh, almost to 4K. Really appreciate everyone that's subscribing. If you haven't subscribed yet, throw me a subscription. I really appreciate it. Thank you guys so much for watching. 
plenty more content coming your way, including a video about Tay Martin. So big play Tay coming your way. But until then, I'll catch you on the next one. Stay safe and remember the right way is always the 49ers way.